Our Father and our God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for having given us life again, another extension to make things right with you. We dare not begin the day without listening, getting instructions from you. Oh Lord, please give us your spirit to instruct us today and give us your word to guide and direct us. This is our humble prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our High Calling, November 12 A Jewel or a Pebble In that day, said the Lord of hosts, will I take thee, O Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Shealtiel, said the Lord, and will make thee as a signet, for I have chosen thee, said the Lord of hosts. Haggai 2 verse 23 Christians are Christ's jewels. They are to shine brightly for Him, shedding forth the light of His loveliness. Their luster depends on the polishing they receive. They may choose to be polished or to remain unpolished. But everyone who is pronounced worthy of a place in the Lord's temple must submit to the polishing process. Without the polishing that the Lord gives they can reflect no more light than a common pebble. Christ says to man, You are mine. I have bought you. You are now only a rough stone. But if you will place yourself in my hands, I will polish you, and the luster with which you shall shine will bring honor to my name. No man shall pluck you out of my hand. I will make you my peculiar treasure. On my coronation day, you will be a jewel in my crown of rejoicing. The divine worker spends little time on worthless material. Only the precious jewel does he polish after the similitude of a palace, cutting away all the rough edges. This process is severe and trying. It hurts human pride. Christ cuts deep into the experience that man in his self-sufficiency has regarded as complete and takes away self-uplifting from the character. He cuts away the surplus surface and putting the stone to the polishing wheel presses it close that all roughness may be worn away. Then holding the jewel up to the light, the master sees in it a reflection of himself, and he pronounces it worthy of a place in his casket. In that day, said the Lord of hosts, will I take thee, and will make thee as a signet, for I have chosen thee, said the Lord of hosts. Blessed be the experience, however severe, that gives new value to the stone and causes it to shine with living brightness. God will not suffer one of his true-hearted workers to be left alone to struggle against great odds and be overcome. He preserves as a precious jewel everyone whose life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. Devotion title is 
jewel or a pebble. On the second paragraph, we are told that we are Christ's jewels and that we are to shine brightly for him, shedding forth the light of his loveliness. And for us to do this, we must be polished. We have to choose this polishing process. And we are told that the polishing process may not be something we love. It says that Christ has bought us. And he says to us, you are mine. I have bought you. You are now only a rough stone. But if you will place yourself in my hands, I will polish you. And the luster which will make you shine, I will impart to you. So we were first gotten as rough stones only to reflect the character of Christ. The rough stone there being our own character. The pebble being our character. The jewel and is the character of Christ now reflected in us after we are being polished. As a quote I have here, it says that it may be that much work needs to be done in your character building, that you are a rough stone which must be squared and polished before it can fill a place in God's temple. You need not be surprised if with hammer and chisel God cuts away the sharp corners of your character until you are prepared to fill the place he has for you. No human being can accomplish this work. Only by God can it be done. And be assured that he will not strike one useless blow. His every blow is struck in love for your eternal happiness. He knows your infirmities and works to restore, not to destroy. Testimonies, Volume 4, page 264, Paragraph 3. So, we have roughness in our character. And what does our roughness look like? Variance. The fruits of the flesh. Bitterness toward one another. Envy. Jealousy. Evil surmising. Evil speaking. All these things are rough stones. We have been timid being afraid of what people will say we have cowardice we have hatred all these things are rough stones and we can find out that these principles are not in the we cannot find them in the character of christ we are told by a popular quote that he was not elated by applause that is pride does not come to him because of the good things he has done or what people say about him doesn't get to his head we're also told that he's not dejected by censure in which case he's not easily offended by anything people say about him that's the jewel in christ's character which he wants to impact in us he wants to impact in us sympathy tenderness a love for the work of christ he said to his disciples it might meet is to do the work of my father he has pleasure in doing god's work whereas for now the roughness of our character may still mean that we still struggle with taking up little duties of life we still struggle with taking up uh, the work of god wherever we may find ourselves we are still afraid of what people are saying god does not cast us away he brings us into his query and he tells us i will make you 
more beautiful than the gold of a fire i will make you a jewel and the question for us in this devotion is will you will i submit to this pruning process i read another quote here in the previous devotion we did in our high calling it says test and trial will come to every soul that loves god the lord does not work a miracle to prevent this ordeal of trial to shield his people from the temptation of the enemy characters are to be developed that will decide the fitness of the human family for the heavenly home characters that will stand through the pressure let's mark the word again characters that will stand through the pressure of unfavorable circumstances in private and public life that will under the severest temptations through the grace of god grow brave and true be firm as a rock to principle and comfort from the fiery ordeal of more value than the golden wage of a fire god will endorse with his own superscription as his elect those who possess such characters this is where we have to receive the grace of god every unwanted character god wants to true remember tests and trials so people may we may have day in day out experiences where people want to hurt our feelings that's the pruning process what is god expecting in that time humble myself and allow myself to pass through it don't speak ill or evil or get offended or annoyed or sad allow the heat of that moment to remove the self-consciousness the pride or any concerns i have as in that will make me feel hot because christ was accused many times and he didn't hear him speak any hurtful word he didn't retaliate and that's the kind of character he wants to give us we don't he doesn't want us to be moved by anything he wants us to remain stable at all conditions that's the beauty of god that's the character of god i pray that as we submit to this process that the grace of god which was available to christ will be given to us in christ's name Amen. Speaking about stones, precious stones, the reading had said that God does not waste time on worthless stones, worthless materials. The divine worker spends little time on worthless materials. Only the precious Jews does he polish after the similitude of a palace cutting away all the rough edges and that part says without the polishing that the lord gives they can reflect no more light than a common pebble and one can ask himself or herself how how do i know that i'm a precious pebble how do i know that i'm a i'm not a precious pebble maybe i'm a worthless material i'm not precious like other people see how my life is i'll tell you there is nothing like a common pebble. There is nothing like a worthless material. Why? John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world. He did not say, For God so loved some of the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Now, this is what makes you a pebble or a jewel. It is your choice. Christ has bought you. 
He has paid the price for every human being existing on earth. And by that price, he has called you. If you are willing to answer that call, then you are saying that you are not a, you are not a worthless material. Peter tells us that we have not been bought with gold or silver, but, by the, but with the precious blood of Jesus, showing that the blood of Christ is more costly than gold or silver or this whole world put together. In fact, the universe put together because this is the blood of God being spoken about here. So if God could have so condescended to use his own life to ransom you, to buy you, you who is listening, myself who is speaking, then it will, it means that I am so precious to him, for him to have bought me. So if I respond to his calling, then I am saying that I am a jewel, I'm not a worthless stone. Now, if I respond to his calling, something happens. Isaiah 48 verse 10 tells us, Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the fullness of affliction. When I accept the call that God gives to me, God says, yeah, now that you have accepted the call, I want to make you something that you will never ever dream about becoming. And what is that? children of God, a son of God, a daughter of God. And I want you to reflect me so much that it will be as if I give birth to you biologically. You, just like the, the child reflects the character of the parents. So, God now puts you through this fullness of affliction and it is designed like we have learned in other lessons so that you can learn about the precious character of Jesus Christ so you can partake of the fruit of his holiness. This is how he chooses you. This is how he refines you. So, I, I have another reading here in Hosea chapter 14. This reading will help us see how we should respond whenever we hear the drawing of Christ in our souls. If Hosea 14, 8 and 9. It says, Ephraim shall say, What have I to do anymore with idols? You know, when we understand these things, how God is uh, making us pure through the processes he passes us we will enjoy those processes we will not we will not hate them we will love them with all our heart because we know the good intended for us in them so we shall speak like Ephraim here saying what have I to do anymore with idols idols of our heart idols of money idols of self anything at all then Christ will say I have, I have heard him and I have observed him from me is his fruit is thy fruit found that is it is from christ we are going to have our fruit that we are bound to glory to god verse 9 who is wise and he shall understand these things prudent and he shall know them for the ways of the lord are right and the just shall walk in them god wants you to be wise and he wants you to understand these things so that you will have joy when he is doing it he doesn't want you to be bitter he doesn't want you to fret when he is doing it so how do you have wisdom Bible says the fear of the Lord is the is um, the fear of the Lord that is wisdom Job twenty eight twenty eight. And then to depart from evil is understanding. It is only he that is wise and he that is that has understanding that will understand what the Lord is doing when He's passing him through a process to refine him. So what do you have to do today? Seek wisdom. Seek understanding. How do you get it? Fear the Lord. Respect the Lord in every circumstance you find yourself in today. Fear Him and obey Him. 
then how shall you get understanding? Depart from evil. If anything the Lord has called evil, depart from it. And then you will understand what the Lord is trying to do in the fullness he has is, is refining you. And when you do so, you will understand really, you have the witness in yourself. As the Bible has said that the Spirit witnesseth to our spirit that we are the children of God. You have the witness in yourself that you are a precious stone indeed. You know how precious you are to God. For you see his precious you see his loving kindness. That's uh, Psalm 107 verse 48. You will see the loving kindness of God revealed to you in that process. May God help us see these things and observe it always. And then make it make us closer to him by such understanding and wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Christians are Christ's jewels. They are to shine brightly for him shedding forth the light of his lowliness shedding forth the light of his lowliness their luster depends on the polishing they receive they may choose to be polished or to remain unpolished but everyone who is pronounced worthy of a place in the lord's temple must submit to the polishing process Without the polishing that the Lord gives, they can reflect no more light than a common pebble. Now, this one will take us to Ezekiel 28 of a man who was polished and he reflected much light. And then he chose not to continue in the polishing process. And then this is, this is what happened to him. Ezekiel 28 verse 13. Thou hast been in Eden. The garden of God, every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbon coal, and gold, the workmanship of thy tablets, and of thy pipes was prepared in the, in the day that thou was made. This was talking about Lucifer. He was shining full of light and the, one of the stones here is the diamond now diamond I, I want to draw a contrast between the diamond and graphite diamonds and graphite both of them both of them are made of carbon full of carbon atoms but they, there's so much difference in them the diamond shines but the graphite ha has no luster and it is our prayer this morning that we do not lose our luster we continue in the polishing process it's difficult it's hard but god has chosen like what the brethren have read now the afflictions and trials in our path but all of them are to polish us that we continue to shine that we do not lose our luster amen just to add to that luster it's what my brother just said now diamond and graphite diamond being a crystalline carbon is arranged in a regular repeating pattern therefore it has an orderly arrangement and so also if you must have that luster that will glorify god the bible says we should glorify him with a well-ordered life and godly conversation unlike graphite that is amorphous no repeated pattern very very disorderly 
but yet it is still carbon. It cannot be brushed. It cannot be made to shine like diamond. So also is the life of one who Christ is not is not pruning, who Christ is not brushing, who Christ is not polishing. The life is so disorderly. Christ not being in him is very uh, ungodly. So we should understand that the sign that shows that Christ is really polishing you through experiences is that you will have a well-ordered life just like diamond and also a godly conversation and you will see that the life just as diamond is a very expensive substance you will be one in a million you will be one that stands out in this perverse and crooked world because you live by a different standard from those who are here but the devotion is really focusing on how christ brings us to be like diamond and that is he brushes us of course this brushing means different experiences like it says these experiences cut very deep but what does it cut deep into deep into our pride we have pride in us every human being we have pride in us that pride needs to be cut away pride of appearance pride of our intelligence pride of our acquirements and our physical abilities or physical look or but we don't know these things sometimes we don't really search our hearts but if you do search your heart you'll find out that we are proud the one way to know and to understand this is that we usually feel insulted you see that feeling of insult many times comes because we feel proud and that's why we feel insulted you see a lowly person a servant really feels insulted he's already brought to the ground he's already humble he's already humiliated it's only when somebody is high up there that he can be brought down and then humiliated and feel, feel insulted but someone who is already lowly where else do you want to bring him to and that's what christ was he was meek and lowly so that no word could be spoken to him that would make him feel dejected he was already humble he was already humble so it's supposed to be with us God wants to help us to remove our pride and he takes us through some humbling experiences in life. Whatever example they may be, they are humbling experiences that human beings pass through. I don't know which one you are passing through and I don't know, you also don't know which one I may be passing through, but we all pass through experiences that are humbling. Let us not do anything to separate ourselves from these experiences. We need them. We need these humbling experiences to remove pride from us there are ways you can run away from it like we read it is your choice to be polished or to remain unpolished so christ may be bringing an experience to you that will humble you and you break his commandments and run away from that experience don't do that allow the polishing process to take place may that be our experience in jesus name amen let's pray father divine we thank you for these instructions we thank you so much for these lessons You've brought it again to our mind that you really want to make us polished stones. You want to make us jewels. You want us to shine. You want us to reflect your lovely image, your lowliness, your meekness. Therefore, that we have a very high tendency to run away from this polishing process. We do not usually appreciate this um, polishing, this training these difficulties that come our way that will really make us to look like you dear lord please help our weaknesses i plead oh lord that your strength be made perfect in these weaknesses 
that you please give us the mind of Christ, even as it is written, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Lord, please grant us the mind of Christ that we may accept your polishing, that we may accept your pruning, so that in the end we will truly reflect your loveliness, your lowliness, will truly be a light that will bring many more to the true source of light, which is Jesus Christ, that our pride will be taken away. Thank you so much for hearing. May you be with us today and bless our day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.